Hey there, everyone. It's Brian again with another episode of Good Morning, Brian. And I know I talked about in the last episode kind of the direction I want to take with this show. And because the marathon kind of takes a lot of my energy and the thing I'm kind of most passionate about right now, I think I kind of want to dive into like the, yeah, more marathon specific kind of show right now. Um, But more specifically, kind of the female female side of the sport and kind of how how much kind of the broadcast and coverage of elite um marathon running for females is especially in this past um in the past couple of marathons um kind of what I've heard from like Tokyo there was just horrible coverage for for the women and just in general, I feel like the guys are at the elite level and even any level really are more talked about and covered and we kind of know more of the backstory. So with the Boston Marathon coming up next month, I figured I might try and do a mini Boston series and talk to as many of the elite women that I can and kind of just to get an idea of who these amazing athletes are and kind of what's their background just so when the race does come it's like hey we know who's racing and we could actually be excited to to see them go out there and go for it for especially on a on a great course like boston and kind of the prestige that it holds so today i will be talking to dakota linworm um, part of minnesota distance elite and as of january a pro runner for puma and we kind of just talk about um, her journey to becoming a professional marathon runner and what that's been like and kind of what her morning routine is because I want to kind of keep that theme going and I feel like everyone always wants to know whether they're flashy or simple and just really get to get to know the people that are they're running out there and follow along for the journey so hopefully you enjoy this episode sweet thanks um yeah so i've been really into marathon and i kind of just want to I saw the frustration with like Tokyo and Boston coming up. I figure, all right, where's this women's start list? I want to try and reach out to as many as I can because sure, yeah. marathon's such an interesting sport that there's so many athletes running it, but you don't really know the stories behind them and kind of the way yeah. just like other sports kind of get this like, it's so hyped up and you know everything and anything about the athletes. And so right. I figured, um, yeah, I go around and ask people, athletes, in this case, actually women that like what the morning routines are. Just, I feel like women are just like underappreciated and y'all go through so much more crap. than. <laughs> well, thank uh, you so much. <laughs> um, us guys go through, um, I'd say like we're pretty soft, so. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, but I guess we can just go through like a quick timeline of um, you. So you graduated high school in 2013. Yes. Yep. And did you? How serious were you were about running? I guess then. I wanted to keep running. I wasn't like super successful in high school. So I was a lock on. Um, I had to like reach out to my college coach and kind of give him my PRs to see if I could walk onto the team. And he was excited for me to walk on, but like was very clear that I wasn't like a scholarship worthy athlete. Um, but I just enjoyed it. So it wasn't like something I necessarily it wasn't like a burden. It didn't feel like sad to me. I wasn't getting a scholarship. I knew I wasn't that good. And I was yeah. excited to just keep running basically. And then in college, you ran mainly the 10K and did you do cross as well? Yeah. Yep. So I focused on the 5K, 10K and cross. Yeah. Okay. And how was that experience, I guess, for you coming from, I mean, I feel like there's less pressure going into it. Cause like, oh, I'm just doing this for fun and we'll see. Yeah. Yep, I, I really enjoyed it. And so I think in a lot of ways, I did take it pretty seriously. So I ended up getting like, uh, improving quite a bit, especially my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. um, and I made nationals five times was a two time All American. Um, my coach really kind of took me slow and slowly built me up a little bit and um, developed me in a, like a really healthy way. So I actually ended up creating like really nice spaces that now pay off for me in the marathon. Um, even graduating college, I still wasn't like that great of a, a runner, but I once again still was enjoying it. So I wanted to keep doing it, which is how I got here. <laughs> okay. And then, so you graduated, what, like 2017, 18? Yes, 2017. And then how did you go from your coach building you up to this? I mean, you went to nationals and went up, so you were obviously competitive. How yeah. did you get on to um, kind of the running running team that you're on now with Minnesota? Yeah. So um, when I graduated, I I was a All American Division Two, which I'm not taking anything away from Division Two, but I wasn't running times that my now competitors were running um, in college. So, but my college coach kind of saw me and watched how I could really grind through kind of longer workouts. And he said, yeah. like, you, you've definitely got this knack for the longer distances. And I think you could qualify for the Olympic trials. So I was really excited about that. Cause once again, I still love to run. Um, and yeah. it was just, I was going to keep running regardless. So like the thought of maybe qualifying for the Olympic trials was a pretty big deal to me. Um, he had a connection to the coach at Minnesota Distance Elite um, in the Twin Cities, which is a post-collegiate training group. Um, yeah. And we basically be begged him to, to take me on. And we were just like, hey, I know I don't show like a ton of potential right now, but I, I will and I will work hard. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm really thankful that they took me on. Um, and that's kind of how I joined the team. I always, I always, yeah, I was curious about kind of how athletes go about doing that and getting on teams like it's one thing to like just have like all this like recognition coming out of like college or whatnot but for the for yourself and others that just like want to do it for the love of the sport and kind of grind it up it's like hey I will do whatever I can yeah to kind of make yeah. this work yeah. um so on top of like 
running. So that's been, and obviously you're still like on the team and you're enjoying it this thus far. Um, so besides them, and then recently, a couple months ago, you signed with Puma, which is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. How how did how did that happen? I guess is that after like a certain because you had some like pretty good races this past year. Yeah. So um, the December of 2020, it was the marathon project. It was the mm-hmm. race put on specific specifically for elite athletes trying to run fast in the marathon after having a year of no racing. Um, and I ran like 2.30, which isn't, I mean, which is great. It was a good PR for me on that day, but I knew I had a lot more in me. So at that time I signed um, with Howie, my agent, because mm-hmm. I knew that in the future I wanted to get into world major marathons. And to do that, you kind of have to have an agent to to kind of get your name in the pool and everything. So I signed with Howie, ended up having a big breakthrough at Grandma's. I ran 229 low there. Um, and then at Boston had a pretty good race. It wasn't an A day for me, but I spent a lot of time out front, which got like a lot of recognition, I guess. Um, yeah. People were talking about that for a while. So um, just kind of all those accomplishments came together and Howie's got obviously all the connections and uh, one way or another, my name got thrown into the hat for Puma. And I was, as soon as I got the offer, I knew I was going to sign the contract. That's awesome. So I guess like, um, cause I can't even imagine that was like two months ago and now. Yeah. And then cause Boston's next month. So lots happening all at once. So I guess yeah. like bringing it back kind of like your day to day because this show is about morning routines. I'm curious yeah. how like Dakota's routine in college, not knowing if I was going to do this like after college or whatnot, like how did your routine um, start then and kind of how it's like progressed till now? Yeah, I've always been somebody who likes to kind of like get up in the morning and get my run done. And I'm going to be honest, especially college Dakota, um, if I didn't get up and get it done, it didn't always get done. So I think that really ingrained a lot of um, a lot of my routine post collegiately, because for the first three or four years after college, I had I was working 30 hours a week on my feet um, in a daycare, basically. So I my routine of I would get up and I would be already in my running clothes I'd put my shoes on and I'd get out the door because if I didn't do those things and I waited till after work my run was going to suffer quite a bit or it just wouldn't happen so I think um just kind of knowing that I needed to get it done in the morning uh, that was that's always been my routine and now that I don't have a job I do like to um take my morning a little bit slower I get up and have some coffee and read but I'm getting my run done by about eight o'clock every day I mean yeah if we don't have to do anything else then I mean yeah, yeah. I'll take the it's, I'll take the extra yeah. I'll take the extra minute or hour yeah <laughs> yeah and so that's kind of like your day-to-day what is it like come race day more so for the marathon um and maybe how that routine's kind of progressed from like before your kind of breakthrough races and kind of what's your like big like workout because usually it's like 
you do the same thing as same thing for trainings as you do for pretty much race day as far as like morning routines like nothing really should change um so kind of how has the race day routine evolved and what mindset you have to get into yeah i um as far as like the actual routine of i get up how like three to four hours before the marathon a lot of the times that's like 3 a.m it's pretty ugly Mm -hmm. um and i like to eat about two to two and a half hours out um and that's kind of what I do, like like you said, on a normal training day. If I have a big workout, a big marathon block workout, I'll get up a couple hours before. I'll have my same oatmeal and peanut butter and my coffee and that whole routine. Um, and that that's never really changed. That's kind of how it was always in college, too. Um, but as far as mindset um, on the morning of for a, my kind of my routine is Typically for a marathon, you're taking a bus to the starting line and it's usually ungodly long for whatever reason. It seems like it's always like an hour long bus ride. So I like to just pop in my AirPods and kind of just listen to music and just kind of get out of my own head. Um, And sometimes I'll even like watch Netflix on that bus ride because there's just so much time between uh, when you're like getting to the starting line from when you're actually starting the race that you don't want the last thing you want to be is like thinking about the race. So I just do everything and anything I can to not be thinking about what's good to come at that time. Um, and then once I start warming up, I usually warm up about 45 minutes before the race. And I only will do like a five minute jog because there's a lot of, a lot of running ahead of me. So, no, yeah. um, so I don't do anything super crazy or long before a marathon, but I'll do some drills after that and then try to get into the headspace of like, okay, now it's time to get into business. And for me, something I really like to pull um, from, especially before like big marathon workouts is even right now, when I think about Boston, I'm super excited and I'm super um, anxious and like super happy that I'm running. And I think a lot of the times you get to race day and all of a sudden you forget all of those feelings. So I like to really channel like this excitement that I have right now because on race day, I think it's easier to be like, why did I sign up for this? <laughs> Nobody's yeah. forcing me to do this. So I like to channel how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, that's one thing I've heard is like, you like see these people and you think they're so posed, but like behind the scenes, like inside, oh, yeah. they're just like, I don't want to be here. I just want right. to get this over with. And it sucks yeah. because like, they've worked so hard to be there and like, they can't really enjoy it. Yeah. where from what I I've seen from you at, at least is especially the parts where I forget which race it was I might have been Boston like you were just shot already and then you're saying like it's hard not to feel good if you're if you're smiling <laughs> yeah and I mean I this is my dream I'm literally living my dream every single day so why would I not show how excited I am about it um and I have raced when I wasn't showing that excitement or even maybe even feeling that excitement. And it's just not as fun. So like, I don't know why, why more people aren't excited about racing, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that happened in my last race. Cause I remember the day before I was, I was interviewing people at kind of the, um, at the expo and the next day I was, I think it was mile 23 and this girl's like passing me and she's like podcast guy 
And I was just like so focused. I was like, I just want to stop running already. And then just that little like distraction just like made me smile. But all right, like you just like bring it back in like the of the grand scheme of things. Like, all right, yeah, I'm just running here and I'm having a good time. Yeah, it's crazy how just something so small that puts a smile on your face kind of drags you out of like that dark place you were in. Mm-hmm. Um definitely something a mental trick to keep in mind oh no for sure and so I guess like so you have like this platform and this like huge brand kind of on your back now um sponsoring you do you have to like remind yourself kind of on a daily basis or kind of going into races like yeah I have this support but I'm here to kind of just do my own thing not like I don't know, let like an ego get in the way or like, does that ever happen? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think not yet. Anyway, I don't, I still don't feel like I'm like, I've made it, made it as a runner. So yeah, I don't know. To me, I'm still just out here just doing what I love and I'm never gonna let an ego get in my way, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I think I just love what I'm doing too much and I, I don't do it for, for the support, like the support of, people yeah. for like the acknowledgement I do it because I literally just love to go push my body as hard as possible so hopefully I never have any of those issues but um, as of right now I don't really feel like that's anything I deal with that's good that's awesome um if you had to do um one thing different I guess for your morning routine maybe to like enhance it or something you're like oh I I wish I did this but because you know it would kind of be for the better um what would you what would you change I think on a day-to-day um could be big or small yeah I think it would be probably just eliminating cell phones which I think is like what everybody probably talks about but it's just a part of like your habit I guess and now that Wordle's a thing uh I have to get up and do my Wordle right away which I I would rather spend time reading um or enjoying my coffee or whatever but it's hard not to you know scroll or do you know do the Wordle I guess so no I get it yeah I've started this thing where it's like move the body move the mind so it's like same I have to like get up and first thing I have to do is go run or else I mean, I, I do have work during the day, but like I won't start work till 11, but I'm still waking up at like five in the morning and having me time and yeah. Going, yeah. and then kind of like coming back and kind of reflecting on, all right, how did I feel? What are my goals for the day this week? And yeah, kind of going from there. But yes, the phones are, I try and after the run and kind of, thinking those things through then maybe I'll get to my phone but it's easier said than done and doesn't always happen yeah Um, for sure and so as you go into like Boston and hopefully this year is like you have a lot more success and have some so are you gonna do it's gonna be Boston and then you're gonna plan to do maybe like one other two other races or yeah, so I'll do Boston, um, and then I'm going to go back to Grandma's, which is two months later. Um, it's a pretty quick turnaround, but I, I feel like I have to go back after winning last year. And then I'll do a fall marathon. Um, we haven't set our sights on which one yet. We're going to kind of see how Grandma's goes. 
Okay. And so I guess someone for you kind of like, well, not maybe like you're saying like uh, timeline, like they're a semi-decent athlete, um, middle distance, and they're wanting to get into marathons and um, they want to, yeah, they're just kind of like this middle zone. It's like, oh, do I want to keep going? Do I want to actually like commit to this sport because it takes a lot of time? What yeah. would you, what advice would you give to a woman like yourself kind of venturing into the sport and kind yeah. of what they should focus on? I think if they um, still love it and if it's something that they think about every day, that I think they have to bet on themselves. Um, I think just taking that chance on yourself and having the confidence that this is something that you want to do and you think you can do will show other people that you belong here too. Um, it's really easy to look at some of the big giants of the sport and think, oh, well, they were high school phenoms who were running, who were winning national titles and were NCAA All-Americans. And, um, and I think it's easy to think, oh, I'm not any of those things and I'm not even close to those things. So why would I try to compete with them post-collegiately? But I think that there's a big equalizer when the distance gets a little bit longer. And the harder that you work at the, running a marathon, the more it pays off. So um, you just got to take that bet on yourself, I guess. I love that. And that's definitely like the attitude I'm going, going for going into this because yeah, I mean, I have a great coach, and I mean, we're making. I've only been training for like six months, and like, I'll run Boston next year, and I don't know. Obviously, I'll never run the course beforehand, but like, I'll have a lofty goal of like trying to go like sub two forty five by then. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the marathon's such a interesting sport, and. Um, I can't wait to see you and all the other women out there at um, at Boston, and it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be exciting. Fun. Yeah, it's a great field. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah, thanks again for coming on, and yeah. um, we'll follow you along, um, kind of on your lead up in the next couple of weeks, and I'll be watching. And yeah, thanks again. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thanks, Dakota. Yep.